Welcome to Tiki Central Canada. Ever wonder what's in that cool, refreshing drink that you just have to have on that hot summer's day? Mmm, me too. Picture a man going on a journey beyond sight and sound. He has left society. He has entered Tiki Central with palm trees, beach sand, blue skies, and God, get me a drink now. Here's your hosts, Craig, Paula, and Mark, and their wacky views in drinks, life, and maybe information. Hey folks, and hey, how's it going? It's Craig here from Tiki Central Canada. I'll be your host, your bartender, mix all just hopefully information for the hour, see how it goes. And this is a special edition. This has no drinks. Well, Mark's drinking and Paul's drinking, but no drinks on the show. And uh, it's going to be our annual jukebox. Now, this actually is one of our highest volume downloads when it comes to the show. We're getting into the season where everyone's going to be starting doing, hopefully, some backyard parties. I know we can't have neighbors over and we're supposed to have just a close family involved, but you know, hey, we're all been cooped up for so long that we want to be outside. So this is a perfect way to get outside, get some tunes going, get some drinks going and have some fun. So we have Paula on our show, of course. How's it going, Paula? Hello. She's so cheerful. <laughs> well, yes. Yes. It's, it's you know, it's getting hotter and uh, pretty soon we're going to be able to unpack that um, fake pool of ours. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. In the pool. I remember. What is it called? The fake pool? Uh, uh, above ground pool. That's what do we call that. Yes. But mine is like the one that you unfold. And it's like plastic, and mm-hmm. you put it back up, right? Portable, I guess. Is that the sure. word you're looking for? I don't That's- know. <laughs> Mark's like, I have no clue. Yeah, portable is good. Plus, it's my first year with baby in the summer. So, yeah, this should be cool. forward to that. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And of course, on the other side of my screen is Mark, our tiki expert, who's in his back cave. And literally, it is a back cave. This is so cool. How are we doing, Mark? Yeah, I'm doing good. Yeah, it's my other uh, pseudo passion. Is this like your alter ego? Yeah, it is. I am Batman. <laughs> I am Batman. I kind of knew that if you want to know the truth. <laughs> How's that? I don't know, dude. He has this whole vigilante, you know, fake old man kind of look. I think he'd be better as a butler in those movies of Batman. <laughs> oh, come on. You know what I mean? <laughs> come on. I, I rock it with a cowl on there. I mean, I'm talking. <laughs> So what's going to happen is that we're going to give you guys our playlist. Now, again, just like last year, we could have made this 50 or 100 songs, but we narrowed it down to 10. We did? Oh, I just did my my top three favorite. There we go. Yes. And hey, Paula's contributing this year. Yes. She's going to give her two cents. She's going to tell the people what she should be rocking when it's summertime. So here's the thing. Last year, we did this pre-summer, right? Last Yes. Year. Yeah. So during summer, when we bought the pool... Um, I finally got to chill with Justin's songs, right? So it was his playlist playing. Mm-hmm. And then I, I had I got to pick out my three favorites. So that's what you guys are gonna be hearing. Oh, uh, there you go. Now Justin's more about the Disney stuff, isn't he? Yes. Uh, and there is gonna be one Disney and two that I think Mark maybe did one of mine last year. It's possible. You did um is last year, didn't you? Yes, I mentioned one is. Which one? Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> Memory, come on now. We're not doing this. I know, that, okay. that was like a whole year ago. Yeah. Oh my God. 
Because I remember that you mentioned an is, but I don't remember which one. It wasn't one of the famous ones, was it? No. No. He's a B-side okay. guy. Mark, because he worked, I can, I can condole on this, actually, because Mark is the same as me, because he works for a university radio station. Uh, they're very much about the B-side of stuff. In other yeah. words, they never do the top 40 stuff. They always do the B-side of an album. All right, so I mean, I'm going to go first of course on my you playlist. Are. Uh, I am the host. <laughs> I am the face of the show. There we go. Ooh. All right, so the first one I'm going to do is called Say Hey, I Love You, and it's by Michael Franti and the Spearhead. So the album is actually the All Rebellion Rockers, and the year that it came out was in 2008. So Michael is actually American uh, rap musician, poet, activist, a singer, and songwriter. And so what it is is that his band actually combines the blends of hip-hop, styles like with funk, reggae, jazz, folk, and even rock. So this guy's well-rounded. He kind of gives you a little bit of everything. Born in Oakland, California, and his mother actually is Irish, German, Belgium, and uh, that's her background. And his father is African-American and Native American descent. So what ended up happening actually was that his mother actually put him into an adoption because she was afraid that her racist family would not accept him. And so Michael spent his grade nine year in Highland Junior High School in Edmonton, Alberta, here in Canada. Oh, cool. That's crazy that she actually put him up for adoption because she felt like her family would not accept him. Really, we can't really say it's unheard of, right? There. No. It does happen. Uh, Trevor actually, Noah actually mentions in his book that he actually had to walk on the opposite side of the street. Was So he wasn't with his mother's because some people would question him about his origin because he's not black. He's mixed. And so because his dad's white and his mom's black. And so in his country, they're looked down on basically because uh, of that. So from all that hatred, though, the guy actually made a lot of really good songs. They're all about love and humanity and all that stuff. So, oh, we're going to play a little bit of that for you guys. Hold on, selector. a lot easier when we actually were in the same room last year. You think? <laughs> I think so. So anyway, yeah, so that's my first song by Michael Franti. And uh, yeah, I think it's kind of got that um, reggae plus a little bit of hip hop to it. And uh, it's a good mix. I liked it a lot. I had never heard it. And so Mark, what is your first selection that you got? I was very happy. I like that. Yeah, I figured I'd start off with, uh, we were talking about Hawaiian luau's last time, so I would start off with a Hawaiian track. And this is from a duo known as Hapa, and uh, Hapa refers to any person of mixed ethnic heritage, regardless of specific mixture in Hawaii. And the duo Hapa is a mix consisting of Barry Flanagan, so not a native Hawaiian, and Kili'i Kanali'i. And um, the track I chose was a track called Ku'ule Awapuhi, and uh, it's a very, very traditional a uh, Hawaiian song that was put lyrics to a number of years ago. And uh, it's an absolutely fabulous track with all kinds of great backing uh, melodies in the background. And it was from their first self-titled release that came out in 1992, which are going to sell 100,000 copies. Nice. So it's like, you know, just just within the island. 
Yeah, that's crazy. And the track actually shared honors as a single of the year at the 1994 uh, Nahoka Hano Hano Awards, which is the Hawaiian equivalent to the Grammys. It won Best Album, Contemporary Hawaiian Album, Most Promising Artist, and Song of the Year. I found my little copy of this at a little tiny general store in uh, Kihaha, Kauai. We were driving along. We just pulled into this little general store, and uh, I asked the, uh, the, the the workers there what they listened to, and the lady said, we listened to Hapa. And, of course, I'd never heard of Hapa, and so I bought what they had, which was their first two albums. So here we go. That's Mark's first selection. It's a good selection. It's a good way to start off the night. And so Paula is going to contribute this year. So yes. she's going to do her part. And so what was your first selection? So my first selection is a recently discovered one because um, you know how you have to entertain babies all the time. Mm-hmm. So for us to be able to have dinner, we put on um, Disney songs on the, oh, on the screen. Sense. We put her on the Jolly Jumper, right, to bounce. Mm -hmm. And she bounces watching Disney musicals, right? Like the songs, just the songs of all the musicals. Mm -hmm. And this one came on, and I had never seen it in my life, because it's it's a short animation. Mm -hmm. It's a a short film, 2014 short film. Uh, It's Disney and Pixar. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's called Lava. And it's the story about a, a volcano that mm-hmm. isn't, in, in, he's a little island right in the middle of the Pacific. Mm-hmm. And he sees all the animals mating and falling in love and all that stuff. And he, he's sad that he doesn't have someone to love, right? Mm-hmm. So he starts basically singing a song, which is lava, mm-hmm. to the ocean every day for thousands of years. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. So- and and he's gradually venting his lava and it's sinking into the water. But he has no idea that there's an undersea female volcano that has been hearing him every day and has fallen in love with him. Aww. So eventually she emerges when he's almost becoming extinct. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, she can't see him. And anyhow, eventually he sinks in heartbroken but then he revives full of lava when he hears her singing his song to him mm-hmm. so it's like it's super super cute and obviously they end up together which is the best part and it is um two hawaiian singers mm-hmm. a, a guy and a girl um i'm gonna try not to butcher their names i'm so sorry if i do <laughs> well for once it's not me <laughs> i'm not mark right like i wish mark would be reading these <laughs> names so the the guy volcano is Kuana Torres Kahili, maybe, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she is Napua Grig, and I hope I'm saying this right. Okay, mm-hmm. but anyhow, 
their voices are more beautiful than anything. And I just love listening to, to this song all the time. And now I use it even to put baby to bed. So here it is. A long, long time ago, there was a volcano Living all alone in the middle of the sea He sat high above his bed Watching all the couples play And wishing that he had someone too Yep, I have to definitely check it out. I like the ukulele in there. Like that's the typical. It's totally Hawaiian. It's a hundred percent totally Hawaiian. It's it's the musical love story that takes place over millions of years. How awesome is that? Also, like to the because Disney. I mean, just being a parent, Jacob growing up and stuff. It's it's hilarious how all of a sudden his parents, you know, every Disney movie out there. Like you know what I mean? Like I've seen. All those movies before before Jacob was born, I probably didn't see all the Disney movies that are out there. Yeah, but as soon as he was born, it's almost like I I seen every single one of the Disney movies a thousand times because the kid wants to watch them. And you said like there's a lot of musical stuff in like them. Uh, there's songs in there that you'll use all the time just to put them to bed. Like I said, I used to do it with Jacob too. Would put play certain songs from, for example, Toy Story. I would play certain songs from Toy Story, and I would put him to bed. Yeah. As a parent, it's like you kind of get gro- it grows on you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it becomes like you get like you say you get mostly attached to it. And you want to know the funny thing? He the this was written by James Ford Murphy, mm-hmm. and uh, he was saying that he was inspired by um, Honeymoon in Hawaii, right? And then later, years later, he heard Iz's uh, rendition of Somewhere Over the Rainbow. He mm-hmm. got touched by it, so he put together his fascination and love for you know the experience he had with his wife in Hawaii and the feelings that the song. Uh, somewhere over the rainbow by is but may boil in him right and then he blended both things into a film that he said he would love to see oh very good pick awesome pick yay thank you all right so i'm going to do my next scores (laughs) so next i'm going to do is called i don't care and it's by ed sheeran uh also with collaboration with justin beaver of course mr justin beaver's huge The Beebs, he's Canadian, he's huge, you know, I we hear him. about him all the time now. Uh, and Ed Sheeran actually is getting up there in, in in popularity too, he's huge. Like he's been doing music for over 10 years, I did not know that, I was doing the research on it, he's been doing music for over 10 years, but you've only been hearing about him in the last, like, I'd say five years on the playlist. He was in an episode of Game of Thrones. Isn't oh, very cool. cool. Very cool. <laughs> I don't watch Game of Thrones. I don't know. Oh, my God. You should. <laughs> yeah, you know you've made it when. You've been in Game of Thrones. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the show that I don't, I don't watch, but okay. Yeah, exactly. You're the only one in the face of Earth that didn't watch it. I know. Okay. I know. I know. The problem is, is like, I, I had a friend who's like, well, why don't you watch Game of Thrones? I'm like, well, it's been out for like you know nine years, whatever it was. And he goes, well, just binge watch it. I'm like, no, I don't have time to sit to watch a whole series you know, for 15 hours. Like, I don't have time for that. So anyways, back to my my song here. Ed is actually an English singer, songwriter, musician, record producer, actor, and businessman. All these guys on my list are like more than just musicians and actors. Have a wide range of things that they, they do. Ed Sheeran so, has a duet with Beyonce. Like, oh, that's he's gonna, how you yeah. know when someone's made it big. 
Exactly. He actually has had collaborations with Justin Bieber, 50 Cents, Eminem, Skrillex, and Bruno Mars, just to name a few of them. And Beyonce. And Beyonce. I mean, the guy's just all over the map. Uh, One of the cool facts, actually, I actually learned a long time ago about him is that he actually started singing when he was young because he had a stuttering problem. So he'd be in school and he'd stutter and kids would make fun of him. So the only way he could overcome it was to actually sing. So he became one of his singers because he had a a, bullying problem, a a bullying, a personal issue going on with him. And that's just really cool that he overcame stuttering doing that. All right. So this is uh, I Don't Care. I'm at a party I don't want to be at And I don't ever wear a suit and tie I'm Wondering if I can sneak out the back Nobody's even looking me in my eyes Can you take my hand, finish my drink, say shall we dance? Hell yeah, you know I love you, did I ever tell you? You make it better like that Don't think I fit in at this party Everyone's got so much to say Yeah, I always feel like I'm So that is I Don't Care by, yeah, so Ed Sheeran. So that is my second pick. The reason why I picked that one is like, I know he's a British and he's not exactly, you know, in the tiki land. But with that one there, it's the, the whole tropical, like the, the theme to it. It's, it's very, I, I think it's like kind of Disney-fied if you, if you look yeah. at it from that perspective. It's kind of got that Disney kind of vibe to it. For sure. Exactly. So, Mark, you are up now. Yeah, I'm going to be, uh, I'm switching over to the exotic. I'll do four of those in a row. There we go. We're going all over the place. I think I picked these guys last time, so I'm picking them again, just because everybody should know about them and everybody should buy their stuff. Exactly. This is the uh, Tikiaki Orchestra, and um, this is from the album called Idol Worship and Other Pleasures, and the track is called Return to Orchid Isle. Uh, they're out of Los Angeles, and the Tiki Yaki Orchestra is a six-piece orchestra, and it's led by uh, composer Jim Batchy, and it contains a number of retro styles, whether it's surf, whether it's like desert-type stuff, or Hawaiian, or lounge, or exotica. They all get incorporated in. He started his career as an engineer, uh, working on recordings for like Macy Gray, Rage Against the Machine. Puta, I used to Jones. love Macy Gray. Yeah, there you go. See, So if you heard Macy Gray, you probably heard his engineering. And then he was a member of a band called Fuzz Bubble. Mm. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, look on the back of your 1998 Godzilla soundtrack. Oh. Okay. And Fuzz Bubble's in there. And it was a platinum recording. Wow. No way. And I never heard of Fuzz Bubble in my life. We've heard that soundtrack, though. But there I love go. the name. That's a great name. Well, he became the. <laughs> yeah, I know. Isn't that great? Fuzz Bubble. Yeah. How could, not make it, how could you not make it with a name like that? Exactly. <laughs> so what is like the, the, the tour t-shirt is, is it like a pop a uh, bottle of pop and it's being popped open and it's fuzz bubble everywhere i don't know if fuzz bubble's still around <laughs> uh, he became the composer and guitarist for the tikiaki orchestra they've released four albums yeah uh, plus they have two six song eps as the tikiaki 5-0 which is a Ooh. smaller version of the band very cool yeah there's really great stuff there I'll, I'll play a little bit from it. This is, like I say, from their fourth release, 2015. And uh, this band is a personal favorite. Mm-hmm. 
Very cool. So I like the washboard and the xylophone. And like you said, it kind of kicks in. It's like a lounge kind of music. Like I said, I, I, I feel like we're all like we're wearing tuxedos and drinking martinis and James Bond would walk in the room. And needless to say, the uh, the recordings are immaculate. Uh, I've mm-hmm. got them. I got a couple of them on vinyl, and uh, the sound is just amazing coming out of them. It's weird how it's, like you said it has different tempo, two different tempos in that song. So it's kind of kind of the slow washboard and xylophone sound, and then it kind of kicks into a lounge sound. Yeah, it's just killer stuff. It's like I can't I can't say enough about these guys. They're amazing to see live, and they should be a part of anybody's playlist anywhere, anyhow. All right, so that's uh, Mark's second selection there. So there you go. And so going back to Paula. Yes. All around the table. So what is your next selection you have on your list there, Paula? It is, is. My my next, I'm, I'm very boring. My next two songs are is. <laughs> oh, no. What's I think is boring. But I, I think I need to say his full name, Mark. Can you help me? Okay. Let's see. I'm it, looking at it right now. We'll see what we can do. Israel Kamakaweole. Kamakawiwole. Okay. Oh, wow. Say that 10 times over. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, it's Kamaka Wiwole. Wiwole. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> See, I have problems with words. <laughs> yeah. Well, tr- you try then, Craig. <laughs> oh, no. God, no. God, I'm, I'm smart. I'm staying out of this. <laughs> okay. So this one is by Is. It's White Sandy Beach of Hawaii. Or Hawaii, Hawaii, how it says. And uh, it's actually really cool, the story behind this, because you you remember that the first song I mentioned, this one also started because of a honeymoon in Hawaii. People write beautiful songs after they honeymoon in Hawaii, apparently. I wonder why. (laughs) But here is the fun part. Um, So... The guy that actually wrote this song, and nobody knew this, was from Vietnam. Okay, wow. His name is Willie Dan, and he was a mystery for the longest time, right? Because his song has been a staple of Hawaiian musicians for many, many years, and Iz's old band had even recorded it in 1991. But there was nothing on file saying who Wiley Dan actually was, right? Um And he hadn't written any other songs that anyone could find, so there was no address for him. And because of that, his royalties were kept to the side for many years in case he showed up. Wow. So in in 2005, 12 years after the album was released, the record company got a call from a guy from Vietnam called Duck or Duke Hui. Mm Mm-hmm. Like claiming that he was Willie Dan and that was his stage name. And he had gotten married in Waikiki and wrote the song after a walk along the beach with his wife. Aww. Yes, yeah, super cute. But he was now on his way to LA after breaking up with said wife. Oh, and, no. <laughs> and he was looking to start a new life and thought he'd pop by to see if the song he'd written had was worth anything, you know, by now. Yeah. And uh, he was handed a crisp check for about $50,000 and now receives royalties in Vietnam because the LA thing didn't work out every three months. <laughs> wow. Yeah. What a story. Yeah. That's amazing. So he wrote the song, it was an unknown, no one who actually wrote it. And then he comes back years later to say, yes, I am that guy. Exactly.
That's awesome. I love it. I love it. I also noticed that uh, your two picks so far have got the ukulele in both yeah. of them. And the so third one will also. <laughs> there you go. There's a theme here. I see it coming. Yeah. So, Mark, I have noticed that you and I, we obviously like relaxing by the pool while that one likes it's a dance party. party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you guys are like almost in your oasis where you're like, oh, yeah, and yeah. I'm more like, let the drinks flow. Let's go. Yeah, because like he he's all club vibes and we are all like, yeah, yeah. mellow. Yes, and, we're chilling oh, underneath the palm trees. Yeah. In, creek. <laughs> in the white sandy beaches of Hawaii. Now, here's the funny part about that, because you say that about my character. But when I get down actually to my trips down south, I am the first guy under Palapa reading a book, listening to the waves and drinking a drink and just relaxing. I am like the opposite of my music, I guess. <laughs> it's like I'm like totally like you guys where it's like, ah, peace and quiet. Yeah, I don't believe it. I, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm listening to this music and I'm and I'm seeing one of those inflatable ducks around your <laughs> around you and you're just dancing there in the water yeah, with a, a drink yeah, in yeah. each hand. <laughs> well, you can ask Norma because I'm the first thing. I'm like under a palapa and I'm listening to music and I'm really, I'm taking a nap. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> All right, so back to me now. This is a cool song. Um, it's by Pitbull and John Ryan, and actually it's called Fireball. And the reason why I picked this one is that. There's a picture we took a couple of years ago. We're at a wave pool park and we went into the gift shop and they had these mirror sunglasses and I'll show you guys a picture. I don't know if I still have it on my phone or not. And uh, so I have these mirror shades on and Norma took a picture and put it on Facebook. And the first thing everyone said was Pitbull was with them. It's like, cause I look like Pitbull. Oh yeah. And when I put the glasses on, someone said, Oh, it's Pitbull. And I said, fireball. And then of course, Apparently, that's now my theme during the summertime is Fireball. So this is actually the song that I, my next pick. And it actually comes from the album Globalization, and it came out in 2014. So here's some cool facts. His real name, because everyone's always wondering, well, what's Pitbull's real name, is Armando Christian Perez, uh, which is professionally known, obviously, by Pitbull. He's an American rapper, singer, songwriter, brand ambassador. He actually has his own uh, vodka and businessman. Okay, again, these guys are all doing more things than just music. Uh, so Pippa was born in Miami, Florida. So therefore, if you always hear his music, you always hear him saying 305. Mark, yes. you, see, you see right there how boring we are. Our people only do music. <laughs> <laughs> these guys are ambassadors and businessmen and yeah, actors. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, well, carry the, on. The, the funny thing, too, is you can find on my playlist is that these guys all work together. Like... So again, another guy's collaborated with a lot of people. So his collaborations uh, list is Jennifer Lopez, Mark Anthony, Usher, T Pain, Chris Brown, Sean Paul, Nelly, and it goes on and on and on. All the people he's worked with. Uh, some of his songs that you've heard, obviously, is "International Girl," "Rain on Me," "On the Floor" is another one, but jo- Jennifer Lopez he does. So he's got quite the influential thing. So anyway, so yes, I'm going to play you my uh, my. I guess my summer anthem. Mr. Worldwide to infinity. <laughs> you know the roof on fire. We go boogie, hoogie, hoogie, jiggle, wiggle, and dance. <laughs> like the roof on fire. We go drink, drink, and take shots until we fall out. Like the roof on fire. Now, baby, give a booty naked, take off all your clothes and light the roof on fire. Tell her, tell her, baby, 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 ba
inspired all. All right, so yes, so that is actually Fireball from Pit Pitbull, and that's like I said, my kind of my summer anthem that I always uh, I always use all the time. Nice. It's kind of calypso. Yeah, it's very it's very summery for sure. Yeah, he's got that kind of calypso like um, steel band sound to it. I think, See, whatever. you know, you know those pool parties in Las Vegas that they have in the hotels and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what I see when I hear that, like a bunch of twenty something year olds drunk in the pool. Everyone looks fantastic. Everyone has perfect bodies. Mm-hmm. Half of them are hookers. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, there's a, then there's a body floating in the pool and then somebody starts, and yeah. then somebody starts the CSI music. Yeah. That's right. The CSI kicks in. <laughs> Seriously though, like to me, that's that's like part, pool party song. Pool party. Exactly. Yeah. Big parties. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Colors. And like you said, yeah. everyone's all dressed up. And yeah. And like sure. there's a lot of people in the pool. You yeah. Know? A lot of drunk. Like spring break, <laughs> like spring break, yeah. you know, like the kids from spring break. Like Cancun. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Party! Yeah, like crap I used to do, you know, 15 years ago. <laughs> With a thousand different neon colored bikinis everywhere. Yeah, that that's definitely um, 15 years ago in my life uh, in Brazil. That's exactly what it looked like. I'm making fun of it, but I was there. You were there, yeah, in your bikini. Yeah, Been exactly. There, done that a lot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and now I'm bullying me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Mark, it is now your turn. Yeah, we're going to continue on with the Exotica music and uh, trying to bring out, once again, more new bands that are playing Exotica. This is a band called Ishtahule. Oh my God. See, here's the thing about Mark's list. Every single band name on there, I probably can't pronounce. Like, well, the thing one. is, it, it, it's spelled I X T A H U E L E. Now, <laughs> now, the only thing I know that starts with an I X is down in Mexico. Ish. Ishkare. So I'm assuming that this is Ishtahuele. So, because it's more of a Mexican name. Ix, Ixtahuele. Yeah. I'm just saying, is it Mark's playlist? I won't be able to pronounce any of the artists on this playlist. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I this, here's an aside here. Uh, from my radio show, I, I got a bunch of stuff once from the uh, the Finnish embassy, from the uh, cultural attache. And mm-hmm. she says, it doesn't matter how you pronounce things. So this will make you feel good, Craig. Uh, okay. She said, it's important that you at least pronounce it the way you think it does so the people that you're li- listening to you will be able to find it easier. But if you pronounce it properly, they'll probably never find it. It's true. And you go, oh, I don't feel bad about completely destroying people's names. See, that right there just changed Craig's life. I'm happy now. I'm going to start mispronouncing all the time. <laughs> Mark, you should have told him that like two years ago when we met him. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, but now we can't have as much fun anymore. Yeah. Uh... You did two things right now. You accomplished two fates right now. Yeah. You saved his life and you ruined our life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we going to correct him, aren't you? There we go. How are we going to bully him from now on? He's always going to have uh, that answer. Yeah, but if we know if we know how it's pronounced, he should. Yeah, it's true. There we go. I got to throw this out there because it was actually on the radio the other day we we're talking about this on the radio. 
and we all can probably relate to this. You ever have a song when you were growing up as a teenager you listened to? Yeah. Because obviously back then there was no way of Googling the lyrics and how what the, what, what the lyrics were. Yes. And you sang it a certain way, and then you found it years later you were actually were singing the wrong words to the song. Oh, yeah. That's the story of my life. Mark? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Is there a particular song you guys remember where you were like, oh, my God, I totally sang the wrong thing? I'll give you an example. Okay, here's mine, and you're all going to laugh. You're going to crack up. Maybe you shouldn't be drinking any liquids when you're doing this. CCR. There's a song called Bad Moon Rising. I kid you not, when I used to listen to it at parties and stuff, I thought they said the bathroom's on the right. <laughs> and what did they say? Bad Moon Rising. They're saying Bad Moon Rising, and I always thought it was bathroom's on the right. I oh. swear to God, that's what I thought. I sang it at a party one time, and everyone looked at me like, what the hell did you just say? And I said, bathroom on the right. You go, no, Craig, it's not even close. It's bad moon is rising. I sing wrong Kokomo till this day. Uh, Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, I'm going to take Bermuda, yep. Bahamaca. Tiago. <laughs> yeah. Tiago. <laughs> yeah. uh, like, I just thought it was someone's name that... <laughs> <laughs> I never, ever, ever, ever can sing Key Lago, Montego. <laughs> like- yeah. <laughs> I think that song, actually, a lot of people mispronounce the words in that song. Really? Oh, yeah. Because all the names they give out, I think it's just, yeah, everyone forgets them. Oh, God. <laughs> all right. So I, th- I think I threw a sidetrack there for Mark there. So uh, so what are we doing, Mark? Yes. It's to Hule. Uh, from their album Call of the Islands, and uh, I chose the title track just because it's easier to remember the album if you have the title track. That's true. These guys are like real throwbacks to Martin Denny and Arthur Lyman and this kind of stuff. So, of course, they are from Sweden. <laughs> wow. That, that says tiki like Sweden. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> that's yeah. so tiki. Yeah. Uh, they're a five-piece playing in the acoustic style of Denny and Lyman, and they come from Gothenburg, a harbor town. They say it's been around since the 17th century, so it's getting stuff, exotic stuff from all over the world, but I don't know if that holds up why they like their stuff. People like the stuff because they like the stuff, and they play it, but they do a really good job. They have two releases out, uh, Call of the Islands and their earlier album, Pagan Rights, Mm -hmm. uh, from uh, 2019. And uh, as somebody called them, they said, uh, they call it the 1950s jazz library sound palette of the likes of Denny and Lyman transporting listeners to exotic locations from some forgotten past through a detailed research approach to the music. As you would expect, they sound like Martin Denny or or Arthur Lyman. Ishtahule. So it's very cool because, like, we think we mentioned this last year. Now, who was the guys that started that whole bird song thing that for was, Tiki? That was Martin Denny, right? So yeah, so I mean, it's very cool. You hear the bird sounds, the xylophone again. Xylophone seems to be one of those instruments, and same thing as the washboard that 
kind of gives you that exotica kind of sound, like it's yeah, exactly. tropical. Mm-hmm. Paul, what'd you think of that? I thought it was beautiful. It reminded me of the stuff that he played for us last year. Exactly. Yeah. So explain to our listeners who didn't listen to the show last year, Mark, how did these guys start the bird sounds? Like, how did it become something? Yeah. yeah Martin Denny was playing live in uh, Florida, or Florida, Hawaii. And uh, behind the uh, where they were playing was a little pond. And the frogs would uh, start creaking and that kind of stuff. And they would they would stop when the music stopped. <laughs> And so they play again, and then the, the stuff would start going again. And so some of the members in the band started replying back to them, making bird songs and that kind of stuff. And uh, when they went to the States to start recording, uh, the guy says, well, where's the bird stuff? You got to put the bird stuff in there. So they put it in, and Quiet Village went on to sell a million copies. Wow. So they basically now they've, they've made that a staple in that, in that kind of music. Exactly. Yeah. Very cool. Exotica. Exotica. Hey, Paula, you're up. How are we doing? All right, so you're next up on the bat here. So what do you got for us? Um, it's another is song, Aww. but but a lot of people will um, remember these songs. One of them was made because it's a, it's a kind of a little medley. It's somewhere over the rainbow slash what a wonderful world. Oh, that's an awesome song. Yes. So somewhere over the rainbow, most people know as uh, Dorothy. And Wizard of Oz, and um, what a wonderful world is. Uh, what's his name? Um, Armstrong. Yeah, yeah. I see trees of green. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the interesting thing is that this song, what most people don't know, it was recorded after a night out in the bar at four a.m. Wow. Yes. So Brazilian style. Yes. <laughs> very, very Brazilian style. Right. So. This is 1988. This guy, Milan Bertoza, is a guy from Chicago that moved to Honolulu, and he is trying to make a name for his recording studio, right? And his client, a regular client, calls him at 2.30. And this guy, this client, usually brings like drunk girls that he picked up in a bar into the studio, you know, pretending, convincing them that he's going to make them all pop stars, right? And he never sees them again. He obviously... That's a party. Not, he's not doing good things to these <laughs> girls, but, you know. Yeah. He, he, he means well. Some guys do what they got to do, right, to get laid. So um, <laughs> the guy's a paying client, right? So Milan yeah. tells him, okay, fine, you have half hour, right? You have half hour to get there and then half hour to get done mm-hmm. with, with your charade like every other freaking night. So um, 30 minutes later, a car pulls up outside and the biggest man he has ever seen walks into the door carrying a little ukulele. So first of all, they had to to go find a metal chair so he could sit. And um, so he started, you know, putting all the mics together and he couldn't really quite get rid of the breathing. You can actually hear the breathing in the beginning of the song, but it was too late. So he told his go for a take. Right. And then, Afterwards, he did Sandy Beach of Hawaii also. And basically, that's it. Like, he literally recorded it in, like, probably one take. This Milan, he got shocked because Iz made this completely his own. When you're listening to this song, it doesn't feel like you're listening to uh, Dorothy singing or Louis Armstrong. It feels like a totally different song, right? He made mm-hmm. it completely his own. The way he sings it, 
you just feel relaxed when you hear it. So, yep. For you people out there to think your fingers are too big to play a ukulele. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> so true. That's so improving everyone wrong. It's so true because like you see, like when you go like as a tourist, you go to these like little shops and they have a little ukuleles and you're looking going, I don't, my fingers are too big for this thing. I can't play it. You're so right. It's so right. Actually, somebody will correct me. It's a ukulele. So there you go. Ukulele. Yes. Yeah. For some reason, it grew on me. Well, for some reason, because Iz appeared in my life and, you know, he plays beautifully. Yeah. Mm. The ukulele has, ukulele has grown on me. Oh, there you go. No, it, de- and it definitely adds like tropic right to it right away. Like I said, it's very oasis and soothing. And it, it just makes you smile. Yeah. Yeah. His voice is amazing. The other cool fact that you're saying that the other end of that song is Wonderful World, which is by Armstrong. Um, is that it's also the end song of uh, Good Morning Vietnam, uh, which Robin Williams was in. And the song, the part about that song that's really touching is in the movie is that he's leaving Vietnam and that he's made this big, huge impact on the the, the, the military there and yeah, that he's leaving and going back to civilization. So it's very touching. Yeah, that, that song, the lyrics are already something else, right? So exactly. combined... With this soothing is voice, it's just... Exactly. It's a dream. Cool. All right, so back to me. So the next one I'm going to do is... How you pronounce that? Despacito? Despacito. That Despacito. means slowly. Despacito yes. means slowly. Slowly, yes. By Luis Fonzi. Actually, I don't remember if it's Fonzi or Fonza. No, it's Fonzi with an I. Ah, Okay. Fonzi, yes. So Louis Fonzi, which is a Puerto Rican singer, Louis also Fon- has uh, Justin Bieber in and Daddy Yankee, which is another famous artist from that that culture. Uh, the album <laughs> from that culture. <laughs> well, that that's that 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 type of music, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. the calypso music and the hip. Yeah, uh, the album is Vida, and it's from the year two thousand seventeen. So it translates. Like you said what's, what's Vida? I don't know what's Vida mean. Life. Ah, okay. See, I didn't research that part out. It's okay. <laughs> don't have to. That's <laughs> what I have you for. Here we go. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yes, it translates, like you said, it translates into slowly. And in 2017, the English musician Ed Sheeran actually uh, revealed that he was going to record the new remix version of this, but he got lost out to Justin Bieber. So Justin Bieber won the toss, I guess. Stop of- calling him Bieber. Bieber. Yes, thank you. Justin Bieber. <laughs> Bieber. <laughs> Justin Bieber. <laughs> He's a beaver. 
Uh, April 5th, 2018, the music video reached 5 billion views on YouTube, and the song became number one in nearly every Latin Billboard chart. The most viewed video in the world that year as well. Fonse was named the tourist ambassador for Puerto Rico. And Justin Bieber sang Spanish for the first time in his career. And so actually he needed help from a Colombian musician named Juan Felipe Samper. That's why you say it. Yep. So Samper wrote this, the Spanish language lyrics to help ease Bieber's pronunciation. So actually he made sure that the words were easy to pronounce for him. It's funny because the version that I've heard with, with Justin Bieber, Luis mm-hmm. Fonsi sings in Spanish and Bieber sings in English. Mm-hmm. I think he, but I guess there's words actually, I think in one of the lang- one of the versions where he, sh- he speaks in, in Spanish as well. Oh, really? Cause, cause I, I thought that Bieber only said despacito in Spanish. The rest he changed to English in his version. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. So, some kind of way. Make me want to savor every moment. Slowly, slowly. You fit me, tell her, may love how you put it on. Got the only key, know how to turn it on. The way you never lie, my ear, the only words I want to hear. Baby, take it slow so we can last long. Tu eres el imán y yo soy el metal. Me voy acercando y voy armando el plan. Solo con pensarlo se acelera el pulso. So yes, that is Desparzito. I hate that he he removes it when the chorus is about to start. <laughs> like he, <laughs> he puts us through the whole bad part and then leading when, up to it. And ah! yeah. <sighs> but did you see Justin Bieber sings in English, yes. and then and the other two sing in Spanish. I think when he gets to the chorus, he actually is singing in, in there with them. So that's why he had to learn ah, the, okay. the words. Exactly. And they made it so it's e- easy to say. So, Despacito, so Paula, when you hear that, do you translate it in your head to English? Or do you actually just hear no. it in... Okay. I hear it in Spanish and in English. I hear it in the both. <laughs> right, yeah. I wasn't quite sure. I came yeah. like when you when you hear two languages and you know both languages, like what language do you prefer to listen to it in, I guess... The language is in, I guess. That's the thing. Like for me, for example, if if I if you're hearing English and German, you don't understand anything of German, so it doesn't matter, right? Your brain doesn't really compute. Yeah. But if you're if you're hearing English and another language that you understand, your brain computes both of them, so you don't have to translate in your brain. Mm-hmm. It's like hearing only one language. Yeah, for me, yeah, the good song for me. Uh, this is a perfect example of a song I've heard. So many times, and I had absolutely no idea who it was. What, Despacito? <laughs> yeah, no idea who it was. Yeah, because no. a couple of years ago, it was like the summer it was the song. song. But I'd hear it on the radio or wherever, and I'd have no idea who it was. Yeah, the no Beebs. Clue. It's the Beebs. It's yeah. always the Beebs. But here's the funny thing. When you go down to the Caribbean and you go to the resorts, they always have you know, musical entertainment for like after dinner. And it's funny because every year, whatever is the top songs of that year – like worldwide, that's the song they'll play when you're in these resorts. Yeah. So I remember going down that year when this came out and it was like everywhere I went, no matter where I was in resort or on an, in a, at a party in a bar or something, whatever they were playing the song over and over again. It's almost like, we know this is the most popular thing for your English people. So we're going to play it over exactly, and over and over again. Exactly. They, they try to please the crowd, right? They, yeah. they focus on their crowd. So for example, I have, uh, so I went to an American school in Brazil, right? 
it was a hundred percent American, but the people that went to the school usually are Brazilian. Mm-hmm. So I have the easiest time having conversations with my friends that are bilingual because then my brain doesn't have to keep trying to, to convert languages. Mm-hmm. So if I'm talking to someone that speaks por- Portuguese and English fluently, I can I can go between languages without really noticing that I'm switching languages, right? Back and forth. Because there's things that sound better in Portuguese. There's things that sound better in English. There's things that are untranla- untranslatable. So, yeah, that makes ease of access. Let's put it that way. The, the English language really is much smaller diversity mm-hmm. of, of words than the rest. Anyhow. It's true. Anyway, so that's my song. So there we go. And so back to Mark. What are we doing, Mark? Uh, we're going to go old exotica on your. We're going to go woo-hoo! medieval on your whatever. Medieval. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a, there's always, everybody talks about Les Baxter and uh, Martin, Martin Denny and uh, Lyman. Uh, but there was one other back then. His name was Robert Drasnan. And he only had the one album way back in 1959. Wow. Called Voodoo. And uh, well, the track I chose was Tambuku, and uh, we'll let you know about why I chose that track. Mm-hmm. He spent the, most of his career composing music for films and television. Oh, wow. Yeah, he composed or supervised scores for well over 100 films and TV shows. In 1959, Drasnan scored the film Teenage Devil Dolls. <laughs> I love the name. <laughs> yeah, I know. And other films like uh, Ride the Whirlwind. Uh, Picture Mommy Dead, The Kremlin Letter, and Dr. Cook's Garden, and A Taste of Evil. That's so cool stuff. Uh, the Candy Snatchers and The Crisis in Midair. He also scored incidental music for a lot of t- TV shows, including The Twilight Zone, Here you go. The Old Mission Impossible, Wild Wild West, Hawaii Five-0, Whoa. Time Tunnel, Lost in Space, Mannix, The Man from Uncle. Wow. And Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea. That's awesome. Wow. Those are big I mean, names. This, this guy's like the center of pop culture. Yeah. And you don't even know why. And uh, so, yeah. So, he in 1959, Topps Records, the executive, came to Robert and asked him to create an Exotica so they could cash in on the Exotica bandwagon. Right. Because it was big back then. Yes. It was really big. And so, he, really, he recorded this over the next part of the year in 1959, recording Voodoo. And the interesting thing about this track because we know this one for sure, but other ones as well, not so sure. Um, among the mus- musical personnel was a young pianist by the name of John Williams, who oh. would go on to do all Jaws, Star Wars, Everything. you name it. So yeah. he's actually the pianist in this track. Wow. Now that's a big name. Yeah. So the resurgence of Tiki, Robert was recorded Voodoo too. He actually went to a festival or a little Tiki thing back before I went to it, back in 2005, the Hukalau in Florida and actually performed Voodoo 2 and then was about to do Voodoo 3, but he had a bad fall and which eventually resulted in his death, sadly. Oh. And, but, but Voodoo 3 was re-released posthumously. Uh, one of the people he's worked with finished it for him. So Voodoo, one, Voodoo 2, which is in uh, 2005, I think, and then 2000, oh, 2007, and Voodoo 3 was released in 2015. Wow, so recent. Yeah, so this is from the the original, the Tambuku from Robert Drasnan, from featuring John Williams on piano.
So, folks, that is the end of part one. And, uh, of course, we'll have part two. They'll be coming next week. So listen for it and stay tuned. Well, I don't know about you, but I got informed. Guys, hey, guys, where's my drink? Where's my drink?